0: Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level, but didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to the Bone Cave. Brad Dana, straight across from me, hashtag 393. Oh, you know what was great? What? With all respect to every elk that was shot and on Doyle Moss's wall. You know what? We need to get Doyle Moss on here. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm going to write that shit down so I don't forget. Um, yeah, well, my buddies, uh, Scott
1: Palmer, had a bull there that was super nice. On the really wall. good. He made the wall. He made the wall. I loved how he said, hey, Palmer. Brian,
0: come over. Here. I want to show you something. I was like, and I hadn't even had a chance to look Congrats at all. Congrats for making the wall, Dr. Palmer. Anyway, I shot a nice bull last he, year he, in he Nevada. Did. So uh, I'm here with uh, Brad Dana, as always, straight across from me. Hashtag 393 is bulls living in the back. Um, 54 inch main beams let's just start with 54 inch main beams that was an infamous conversation brad and i had on and out a uh, rock outcropping i said brad let's just start with 54 inch main beams and he's like yep i'm gonna probably shoot this bull.
1: man if you could just lay if you could set that situation up i was sitting laying on a
0: flat rock
1: sitting laying prone everything was perfect yeah, was bull cool. standing out in uh, in a little opening Sign, sign me up, huh?
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool. So anyway, Brad Dana, I'm here also with Bleep to my left and to my right, Mike Din, um, uh, live in the Bone Cave via technology. Um, we are excited to have Dylan on today. Dylan Hyde, is that? Am I pronouncing my last name right, Dylan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like hide and seek. Just like yeah. hide and seek, Dylan Hyde. And I got a chance to, I got, you know, it's funny because technology, we've been working together for a month, month and a half, maybe two months. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I got to meet you for the first time with uh, about 40,000 other outdoors people at the expo. Right. So it's pretty crazy. (laughs) But anyway, welcome on today. We're at the Bone Cave and we're going to talk to Dylan about his social media account. Um, We've not had one of these youthful guys on, you know, Dylan, because how old are you, Dylan?
2: I'm uh, 22.
0: 22 Jeez. years old. Yeah, and so Dylan is 22 years old. The thing that's impressed me, but there's a lot of things that have impressed me about Dylan. But one is his uh, apt, uh, his aptitude, his willingness to want to be in business and his. Uh, drive to be in the outdoor industry and then uh what he's done with his social media account he's got a fairly large uh really large presence in social media in wyoming which uh hats off to you actually worldwide but you're from wyoming and you talk a lot about that and i want to we want to hear that story and so we just invited dylan on um and uh is uh um an advisor with us here just lately but uh um we wanted to invite Dylan on and have him talk to everybody about his social media and what he's doing there and uh his uh, youthful aggressiveness in the outdoor industry and this is our future of hunting as I'm 52 so I think does that mean I'm old enough to be his dad? Oh wait, I have kids older than him. Yeah, I think so. They <laughs> <laughs> might dad's older doing... than you are. <laughs> What's that? My dad's younger than you are. Oh, they, I, so who invited Dylan wow. on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be you.
2: <laughs> What's that? we have to start calling you grandpa, is what we're going to have to do. Oh, my God. Uh, he
0: uh, is uh, going to uh, get uh. knocked off of this sucker. Hey, and that's all for today. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, here's a reminder subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you've gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grandpa. No, you don't. You call, start calling me grandpa. So, anyway, um so that's good. So, Dylan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where would you grow up and uh, what made you want to get in the outdoor industry?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, naturally, I've kind of always gravitated towards the outdoors. Um, kind of born and raised um, like I'm kind of like a little chunk of like 12 acres and I've always liked kind of being away from people when I want to be you know so uh, yeah I, I kind of started this social media thing about like six years ago um, just wanted to start posting pictures and videos of my outdoor journeys really um, like most kids in high school like to party like to hang out with you know whoever and uh chase after women whatever the freaking heck it is but i was kind of one of those guys that had no desire to do that and instead kind of go uh outside god's creation kind of see what 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 was in store in the outdoor world if if that makes sense so um i i kind of had always had that curiosity to go out there and uh kind of explore um but yeah that's kind of kind of it i was born and raised here in casper wyoming um never moved away Kind of like it. It's kind of central. If you guys don't know much about Wyoming, all five of us here in Wyoming, um, there's there's <laughs> like uh, Casper's centrally, so you can drive two hours north, south, east, west, and you're pretty much covering the whole state. So kind of keeps it nice, especially hunting around, but yeah. So so
0: so, so you're 14 years old if I'm doing the math right 6 minus yeah. 22 you're 14 years old and you decide one day I'm going to start an Instagram page and start bringing people to my side of the world I'm going to start bringing the outdoor world to people at 14 years old? Uh, Brian,
3: that, well, would, if, that would be 16.
2: Was right, 16 oh, so, I'm sorry. sorry. 16.
0: Sixteen. <laughs> 20 minus back. 6. Yes, yeah, 20 minus 6. Okay, it's been a long Do, day. It doesn't take a rocket <laughs> so, surgeon yeah, to no, know that. It doesn't take a dentist to figure that one out. Um, so, so okay, so you're 16 <laughs> years old. Sorry. Give or take two. I took 6 from 20, came up with 14, but figured out, yet yeah, anyway, I, I'm going to blame it on COVID brain fog, okay? So, anyway, <laughs> okay, so you're 16 years old old you wake up one day and you say listen i'm going to bring hey first of all what's the name of your instagram page
2: uh, my, my instagram uh handle is Fish Hunt Wild. um that i have the same thing on youtube and facebook i'd mainly use instagram um also tiktok i've been using that too but my main platform is instagram so yeah Fish Hunt fishhuntwyo if you guys are listening right now go give me a follow uh that's uh yeah for sure
0: that's why we. That's why we ask. That's good. So j-
3: just so folks know that YO is WYO.
0: Yes, YO is so fish hunt F-I-S-H-H-U-N-T-Y-O. Okay, so there is both H's in there. Fish hunt YO, and yep. um and it's Dylan Hyde, and uh, um you can find him on there. Give him a follow. And so you're 16 years old. Tell us about this. What day did you wake up? What, what inspired you to have? Because it, it's been a successful Instagram page for you. We want to hear your journey. You know, um, and congratulations, by the way, not too many 16-year-olds. Most of them wanted to do all the things that you tried to come up with that they were doing that you could tell you were kind of foreign ideas to you because you were focused on this. Because you're 22 and, and you're married and, uh, um, and your wife's name is?
2: Grace. Grace.
0: And she also has a successful Instagram page. So why don't you tell everybody that one? We'll go give her a like, too.
2: Yeah, well, let's let's just start, I guess, and just kind of keep going. Um, I guess we got to still back up more than six years ago. Six years ago is when I created the page um, and kind of just started, like, my mindset of I want to share with the world what, what I like to do. Um, but, I mean, it kind of really started – a while back my dad took me hunting when I was a young kid um and ever since I went hunting with him he, he really it wasn't like very often I literally went like maybe two or three times growing up um and then my my grandpa had uh I knew he went out hunting yearly and so when I was like 14 15 years old is when I got my first elk tag and went out and hunted and uh I just loved it. I mean, especially having my own first uh, – I shot my first cow back when I was – I think I was 14 years old when I shot my first cow. Holstein every- or Hereford? <laughs> What's that? Was it a Holstein or a Hereford? You
0: said very cow. Very funny, very funny. You yeah. said cow. Well, we better explain cow because we have a lot of Eastern listeners and they might be like, cow? What's a cow? Because guys in <laughs> Iowa don't get to shoot- if they shoot a cow, it was the neighbor's cow right when they yeah. did so it, it they did it exactly, at midnight exactly brad oh uh, whoops yeah Did you really Man, get, do that get that in the truck okay so you shot a, a cow
2: elk right yep yep cow elk yep uh basically uh it was actually the uh jackson hunt um they they have a year up, or a hunt up there every year um my grandpa goes and goes for like he goes for like a month cause he's retired, <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, so that's where I kind of first had started. But, um, really after that, I don't have a whole lot of family other than that, that likes to go hunting. So, um, a lot of guys had kind of been born and raised in hunting and I'm actually not really one of those guys that, um, was, so I had to kind of figure out a lot of stuff myself. So naturally kind of like, uh, Deer hunting, I like that. Uh, elk hunting, all that kind of stuff. I figured out for myself where to go. Um, had to battle with crowds. Had to figure out how to get away from people. So yeah, I um, I, I didn't. So
0: even well, in hold on, time out because we got a lot of people listening. Okay, don't lose your thought. Okay, you're 22. You got yeah. a, a clearer brain than me, obviously. Um, so uh, so I want to come back to this. However. You're telling me a kid that grew up in Wyoming had to compete with, you have one of the largest public land accesses in the country in the lower 48, and you had to compete with crowds. So that's not an abnormal thing, no matter where
2: you live. Well, I'm saying so like, cause Casper is like one of the largest cities here in Wyoming. So I kind of had to compete with everyone around Casper growing up like as a kid. When you first start driving, I was kind of like, well, I mean, I'm, I don't know where to go, so I'll try going some places that are like a half hour or an hour away or whatever. And then right. you quickly kind of learn that, oh, I probably need to start driving to some of these boofu towns that nobody knows exists. And then from there, kind of drive another two hours and kind of get back in there, you know? right no that's so,
0: good i, I think I, I just want to make sure i explain to everybody it doesn't because i think sometimes people go oh i'm a wyoming resident i'm a south dakota resident you guys have it easy you know you can go out to public land and kill 170 inch deer they're behind every rock during your guys's public land season and that is absolutely not true um because the further west you go the more hunters there are per capita and uh um uh Anyway, uh, thank you. Um, (laughs) Brad had to text me what Bufu nowhere means. So, anyway, um, I I, I hadn't heard that uh, young slang yet.
2: Playing is what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good.
0: No, no, no. I just want to, you can Google that uh, audience, please. Listeners go ahead and Google that. Um, I'm not responsible for what pops up but anyway. That was not a, you know, anyway. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so that's interesting. Okay. So, so go back to where you were. So you were 16, you're out on public land competing, teaching yourself how to hunt.
2: Yep. Yep. That's pretty much it. And really kind of started capturing my journey and, uh, um, i guess i can kind of go into the whole social media side of things i figured out at a young age that everyone kind of wants to be like a big name in whatever they're doing so we're going to use hunting for this example as the industry that we're using because that's the industry that i'm in um if there is people that wanted to be like a big name hunter or like on social media or whatever because that's obviously pretty big anymore. a cameron haynes yeah, let's not talk about that guy. Let's go to something else.
0: Okay, whatever you <laughs> want to do. <laughs>
2: we'll, go, we'll talk about somebody who uses some, some real techniques here as far as how they get work their way up. Let's, let's do that. Um, let's go with, like, actually, Remy Warren. Let's do that. Remy we, Warren's
0: we, we know Remy. We would prefer not to use Remy. No, I'm te- <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm totally so we're teased. we're skipping a lot of good stories exactly. here, <laughs> folks. Uh, um, Remy is uh, Remy's a good guy. So, yeah. um, anyway, go ahead.
2: Yeah. So more or less, going back to where I was saying, like with social media, I learned at a young age of 16 that everyone wants to just be discovered, right? Or just be figured out, sure. like that they're going to be famous on social media or whatever. Right. And that wasn't like, that's not uncommon to talk about guys my age or whatever, that they want to do that, but nobody knows how to do that. And I discovered at 16 that you don't just become famous just because you post cool stuff. Like that is not what happens to, and I'm not saying I'm famous by any means, definitely not. But I'm saying as far as to grow an audience on social media, the way to do it is by, interacting with people by getting people's attention to discover you then you don't just post uh, a picture and then expose uh, expect it to just blow up right because that's just not what happens i mean there's billions of people on this earth and if that was the case there's probably billions of pictures posted every week so if that was the case there would be billions of famous people out there that's just not how it works so you have to literally go out and and more or less get these people to to discover you, or to to get their attention somehow, with social media, there's all kinds of ways for doing that. You can do you could do giveaways. You can do like you can just go through and like people's posts, whatever the case may be, um, to get their attention. And that's how you really start from the beginning, and then it just kind of carries on from there. But that's so kind of what I do. so
0: you wake up one day you have an idea to have cool pictures cuz you have great content you live in Wyoming and you're willing to go find it so first of all let let me help you young man you're 22. Somebody did have to go out there and put miles on your feet and go kill stuff and to uh, stage it. Because I know a lot of guys that go shoot things, but they don't worry about taking pictures, filming it. We have a buddy, Mark Casiman, was genius at it. it, it oh, just, he was one of the best. It, unbelievable, right? And uh, um, and just great at it. And so, one kudos to you. Hats off to you. You went out there and did that and have can continue to do it. And then now I see you're involving your family, which is really cool. Um, so let's, let's back up. I have a question for you. Who were your influences in learning the hunting game then? Um, because you've obviously became successful at the harvest part of hunting, not just right. the, um, hiking part. Okay. Um, right. and so where where did okay your dad didn't hunt that much took you a couple times your grandpa did a little bit he took you up in uh, hunted cow, uh, cow, uh, cow hunting. but you've expanded yep. that out yep. to predators to big game um, to all over Wyoming um, was it time was there was there a magazine were there articles was it all Instagram what what was it that a sixteen year old to twenty two year old okay so mm-hmm. six years in the industry uh you've became the success you have to be able to harvest what you've harvested what was it what were the specifics things you used
2: you know to be 100 percent honest with you a lot of people kind of have like people that they want to be like or people that they want to um that are like their inspiration and um I, I can like say there's a few people in my life that are kind of like that, but yeah, a mentors. Reality, yeah. Uh, in reality, I kind of wanted to just figure everything out myself because what I was doing, I really enjoyed it and had a passion for it. So um, I didn't really care, I guess, as much uh, what other people were doing and didn't want to really follow suit. I just kind of really liked what I was doing. I'd never really fo- followed a crowd. Uh, like I said, going back high school, those years, college years, whatever. So
0: you were a trial of... and error, uh, guy.
2: Yeah. a so true. Do it yourself type person. Like I, I failed so many times and when I finally taste a little piece of success, it is so sweet. And it's one of those things that's kind of like, I, I just love chasing that, that, um, that that success part of a hunt
0: that might go away I mean, as you get older so anyway go ahead uh, <laughs> don't say that <laughs> no, I'm teasing I, you. Guess,
2: I guess uh i guess it's kind of hard to say you know grandpa's losing his mind here but you know hunting he just never never gets old you know what i'm saying
0: i'm referring to you brian yeah you might not make the cut here brother <laughs> Um, no, you know what? I get it. I, and the only reason I say that is because I think, you know, we, you know, I was young. Um, um, I was a young guy. We, we have a saying for him. I was young and hungry too. Um, and, uh, what guys your age don't remember or don't realize, I shouldn't say remember, don't realize at your age is that grandpas like me that are 52 years old and old enough to be your father, we were 22 years old once too. I was 6'4", 195 pounds and was running up mountains in Craig Meeker, Colorado with a bow and living under a tarp because I didn't even want to take a tent up and uh, was uh, shooting uh, trout out of a stream and sage hens and eating that as food while I I was shooting my first elk before your dad was even legal age to have kids, so um, so you know what which can't forget there, young man, as you're calling me grandpa, is that uh, um, that I've been down your road and I've done it, um, and uh, um, and I'm telling you, hats off to you. So it is pretty cool though that uh, um, that so so you were a DIY guy. And you are trial and error, so you learn on your own by yourself, which is super cool. And you are in a very culture-rich environment uh, with uh, uh, hunting as um, a backdrop. There's a lot of extraordinary, you know, uh, hunters in your area.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would say that's for sure. I mean, it kind of seems like everyone I talk to has... Hunting is a part of their way of life in some way or shape or form. And even if they're not hunters themselves, their family members are hunters. And there's a lot of a lot of people around that kind of um, seem to use that hunting as like a again, part of their life, really. Yeah, so. I think
0: Wyoming and cowboy hunting is indicative of each other. Right. So um, that's for sure. Um, so good. So. OK, so now you start this. Uh, um, uh, so where were you? Go ahead. You were going to use um, Remy Warren as an example.
3: You, you were talking about Dylan that you don't just post a bunch of cool pictures and expect to gain an audience. You have to interact with them, and you were going to kind of explain a little bit more of that.
2: Yeah, so I guess like interacting with people, like you got to grab people's attention. Like they're they're going to be all consumed about what people think of them. So it's like it's like uh, if if there's any salesman out here listening. I'm a salesman, so I can use this. But when you're when you're trying to have somebody like uh, purchase a product or whatever it is, I sell cars for a living is what I do right now. So if if you are trying to get somebody to uh, like look into a product you have, you you want to kind of get on the same playing field as them. You want to you want to find similar interests, common grounds, what they call it. And when you're when you're talking to somebody, you want to, you don't want to really talk as much about your life. You want to get them to talk about their life. So it's the same kind of concept with social media. Um, you, you just you got to get their attention by like more or less giving them praise. So like on Instagram, really commenting, uh, following, liking. Those are all three things on Instagram that you can really get people's attention um, because it gives them praise of their own page, right? So there's, there's, and that's not the only ways, again, you can do giveaways, you can do whatever. Uh, There's just a lot of different ways to kind of get people's attention. But most people think, oh, you just post pictures consistently and use hashtags, and then you just become like this big page uh, influencer. And that's not at all how it works. I mean, there's a lot more work that kind of goes into it. So and it kind of changes that's the other thing about social media it kind of changes from a like month to month thing and you kind of have to learn the algorithms when to post there's a lot of a lot of factors here really um but you got to figure out the game of mood. hunting
0: even on social media yeah you're hunting yeah, followers you're hunting followers so right. so so let me ask you this so what what content do you find people are most interested in when you post it?
2: 110% antlers. That is like that is what people want to see. And that's actually what Instagram will use. So a lot of people also don't know this, but when you post on Instagram, you're so I'm just gonna use my page for example. We've got sixty-seven thousand followers on my page. Okay. When you post a picture on Instagram, 67,000 people do not see your picture, B- because what Instagram has—it's called an algorithm. So what they do is they more or less use like 200 people as like beta testers. Mm-hmm. So they'll use 200 of your followers and see how many of them will like the post. So let's just say in this, we're gonna use in math here. So try and keep up, Mr. Grandpa. We're we got like. 20 followers here, and uh, we got 20, 20, or 20 followers here. That's let's say that like the the post. That's about a 10% interaction rate. At that point, the 10% interaction rate, they're just going to say, yeah, it's not very high. So we're only going to show this post to a total amount of like 6,000 people. So they can actually control how many people they show that post to. So what that that being said, if I was to If that was like just a picture of a product or whatever it was on my page, instead, I post a picture of like this huge elk, like deadhead that I found and I'm packing it out. I post a picture of that uses that same 200 type people, or it could be different, 200 people. Um, I post it on there. And instead we have like, I don't know, a hundred people that like the post. And they're like, wow, this has a 50% interaction rate, which is really good. We're going to post it or we're going to show this to an audience of 35,000 people. So more or less, Instagram kind of will use it and and kind of see and test the waters to see how good the post is going to be. And then they will say and just kind of release it and say, yep, this is how many people are going to see the post. Um, and that will kind of control your engagement and all that kind of stuff. So it's again, it's a little more complex than what a lot of people think. You would think if you had 67,000 followers that 67,000 people have the opportunity to see the picture, but that's not really what happens.
0: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I, I, I I I like that you have investigated this, and uh, what's impressive is that uh, you're a 22-year-old and you can use the word algorithm accurately in a sentence. So I'm I'm proud of you. Um, <laughs> no no what would be even it's better is if you could it, it, oh I can um, so anyway as long as we're going to volley tit for tat here we can definitely do that young man well, I just um, checked your algorithm Brian you did not win a super tag in Wyoming. I didn't I didn't they win just came out they oh no that's
1: and what's even worse than that is I didn't win a super tag well tag that's not either. worse than
0: mine it's worse that I didn't and you didn't and and uh, knowing the algorithm of I actually don't understand their algorithm but uh, the odds of that, um, I increased my odds over years as I bought more. Uh, so the I super tag
1: trifecta, a guy from Wyoming won uh, James Kozasek. and then a guy from Wyoming won the Bison tag. Then everybody else was out of state, so wow! Raised one point six million dollars. It looks like isn't
0: that crazy? So so we're we're on wow. with Dylan Hyde of Fish Hunt, Wyoming, and um, and that's his Instagram handle. And so uh and we have the Wyoming super tag just came out, so that's pretty cool. It is cool and isn't it? uh um and a bunch of happy hunters how right many, now. How many
1: how many tags do you guys think uh they sold for the super tag?
0: I don't know how many.
1: 100. Dylan, do you know?
2: I have no idea. I don't even put in for those. Hundred and twenty four thousand six
1: hundred and two. Wow.
0: Holy wow. smokes! Raised 1.6 million. So my ten chances weren't very. they didn't have. I didn't have very good odds. Well, <laughs> well you know what? <laughs> mm, At least no. you had a chance. Had to, it was just right. like I'll Dumb and Dumber. Say. There, you yeah, had a chance. Uh, <laughs> so, so you're saying there no, is a. Chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance those guys had no chance. Uh, that, that's funny. So okay, elk antlers. Um, antlers. That that's interesting. I like the algorithm. So so you, uh, um, you and your family hunt all over. So do you have a schedule of hunts than you do? Um, do you plan out your year before uh, for your audience? What's your approach for content?
2: Sure. Um, honestly, I'm kind of doing stuff literally all year round. Um, I'm an active shed hunter too. I like to fish. Um, I, I do a lot of stuff, really. So I, I, I'm always scouting, looking for animals. I know where they're at all year long um it, typically it's it's kind of one of those things that just between like me and me and my wife will go out and uh scout elk for two months long which is basically the process right now elk and deer we're scouting them out and then here come towards the end of march beginning of april is when we're probably going to start heading out and picking up some elk sheds so um there's opportunities for content every single time we go out and we literally go out all, all the time so um, there's, there's just a lot there to, a lot there to kind of share with as far as stories and stuff. So content can come pretty easy when that, when it comes to that, but, uh, you, you're not going to be able to pick up content. You're not going to be, it's the same concept. You're not going to be able to create content. If you're sitting at home watching TV, you know, um, as it's the same thing with killing a big bull, you're not going to kill a big home, big bull sitting at home. You know, there's. It's the same concept really. So, so
1: sheds do sheds do well on your uh, feed?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Shed hunting does pretty well. Um, I typically like to do just a personal choice. I, I like doing story posts so people can kind of view my stories and see what I'm doing. And like, it's kind of like a play by play action thing. You know, if I, I, I'd be like, okay guys, I just classed up a shed across the Canyon. I'm going to go over there and pick it up and I'll let you know what else I find. And then The next slide is me either going over there and picking it up or finding something else along the way. So it's, yeah. uh, Content does really well on social media with shed hunting. Um, Just for my platform, uh, it might not do very well for others, but um, it might do better on others. It just depends on what, how, how often they do it. So yeah, I, I go everywhere. Like I can tell you the one I'm planning that, I look forward to every year is called the Jackson shed hunt. Um, Jackson, Wyoming, they have on the West side of the continental divide in Wyoming. May 1st is the opener for any kind of, uh, picking up or collecting of, uh, elk, mu- moose, mule deer, whatever, any kind of antlers. So May 1st, I will head over to Jackson, wait in line and, uh, basically just, uh, Um, pick up a bunch of sheds when they when they release the floodgates so like
1: yeah back um, in the day there wasn't a season for it and you just would go out and do it and now there's a season and everybody's standing
0: there waiting boom so you you literally get in a foot race to go see these sheds or go pick them
2: up yep yeah, literally, we'll get in a literally we'll get in a foot race to go pick up these sheds, and that's why it's kind of important to stay in shape. And I'll, I will run like tons of tons of miles on treadmill and and stuff to kind of try and stay in shape. And I mean, I just got done with my cow elk hunt. I put on miles and miles and miles for that, but that keeps me in shape to be able to go and do this. Uh, but yeah, you'll literally be racing. Uh, there's probably. 300 different vehicles and every vehicle's got two to five people in it so yeah you're racing all kinds of people up there
1: yeah it's become really popular and you know i mean i guess they had to do that just to cut down on the pressure of the wildlife because people were chasing them and harassing them and i get it but it's uh it's that's interesting different isn't it
0: that's that that is the world you know obviously things change all the time you know and uh, um I, I one of our original television shows when we had the when they had a television show was i went to the arizona strip and did a three-day yeah, that show yeah and man I, we put the miles on and we found a bunch of sheds i think we found like 30 or 40 sheds and it it, it was uh it, it was a, it was a great time but i you know it didn't make me go oh Man, I can't wait back to go uh, wait to go back next week. You know, it was always an excuse to
1: get on your horse and ride through the mountains. For, that's what I like to do. Copy That
0: I could ride. I would
1: jump on the horse and we go shed hunting. We had a <laughs> we had a gal with us one time, one of my friend's cousins, and she was riding with us. And I jumped. I said, "Oh, there's one!" I jumped off the horse, and uh, grabbed an elk shed. And she's like, "Oh." Oh, now I get it. I thought we were looking for, like, little
0: houses.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so that's why you used air quotes when you said, <laughs> said shed, shed hunting a minute ago.
0: Yeah, that, that's interesting. Uh, so right. so I, I have another question for you. Um, have you been able to monetize your audience at all? I, th- I think a lot of our listeners would like to know because, you know, what we're sitting here talking about social media, the outdoor industry, because Instagram, right, everybody wants to be Insta-famous, and there's all these uh, hunting um, young mountain lizards on uh, – um, on instagram and uh um so have you been able to monetize it at all
2: you know that's actually a very very good question um over the years that i've done this i've there's there's kind of a few different ways of uh creating like a an income with with social media there's there's definitely ways to do it um but i i will do my best to not discourage people on here as far as how it works um, I think we've kind of had a, a sidebar conversation about this with, with like the hunting TV show used to have sponsorships is probably the number one thing that you can make money from. And it is very hard to get money from companies when they have product. So for example, if you were to re- want to work with like a camo company, you can get free gear. They will send all the gear in the world before they send money because they're sa- they're trying to gain money. So it'd be, kind of silly for them to give out money if they're trying to earn money, unless they're, you've got like a really big name to yourself. Um, and sometimes they'll do it. But I, I tried pursuing that for a long time. Um, and I, I've gotten so much free stuff. So that's that's one thing that's really great about having like an Instagram. You can get all kinds of sorts of free gear, whatever you want. I mean, I've worked with A lot of different companies at this point and still do work with a lot of different companies you meet a lot of great people along the way those are the benefits there um but no i i would say the the sponsorships portion of like collecting money is not it's not as what people probably think it out to be you haven't Um, retired from the car business yet yeah yeah it's it's doable (laughs) but it's not uh you're down to six days a week
1: then is all.
3: <laughs> well, I, I think part of that, Dylan, too, is like you mentioned, you've got to have a massive audience, but not just that. You have to have credibility um, for them to start sending you cash. I mean, you've got to literally be an influencer. So if you right. say that this is a good product, the people that are listening or watching are going to say, oh, if Dylan said so, then I'm going to go get that.
1: You know, right. and here's the flip side, though, is you see all these all these influencers, they wear one camo. I mean, and everything's the greatest. I mean, it, it is. Right. I wonder how that works for them. You know, one this they, they use this one thing. They use that one thing. You can thing. count your life on it. And then a it's week like,
0: later, when somebody else offers them more money, you can count your life on that now, too. You know, I right. saw, I saw some know. of the
1: influencers that wore all their yeah. inserts you know i was like whoa you know i mean and they're
0: bragging this up and, and- well that's why that's why we don't take any endorsements on this podcast you know yeah. um because we're getting to a place where we have a lot and it's decision. you know a lot of we have influence and we have a lot of listeners interest and, you know, and yeah that's, that's less on us than it is the people that listen in and right. and our guests that we bring on and and uh, um but yeah a hundred percent so yep. um But uh, so which leads me to now um, you were attracted to us. Um, One of our advisors reached out to you. You looked at what we were doing and you were attracted to what we were doing because you were like, wow, that's a a resource for the outdoor um, from a lot of my audience. Why don't you explain that for a second?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I was reached out by one of your guys' advisors and um, he'd actually been trying to reach out to me for like a year. And he's kind of one of those guys that he's persistent with it. And like, hey, look, I think you could really benefit from this. And I never really paid much attention to it until like one night. I kind of was like, all right, I'll kind of like, I guess, see what this is all about. And I was blown away. I mean, I didn't know that this thing existed. I mean, I, me being in the industry, yeah, I know I, I'm only 22 years old. But me being in the industry this deep at this point, Never knew that there's this kind of a, a service or a like, or some, or an advisor that could actually help you with this kind of stuff. Um, we're obviously referring to building points. That was my main, like, thing that I thought was awesome is being able to know how to put in for all these states, know how to build points, all that kind of stuff. Um, this is one of those things that I just had never heard about and was blown away that there was literally people out there that could help you out with this and literally uh you could have your dream hunt planned and have a legit plan put together that you know what you're doing how to put in for tags all this stuff like yep. it just
1: it's just crazy to me points dylan are, are a side benefit but having the strategy and the plan that's where it really takes off for you because because you probably were putting in for points because you lived in wyoming right 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 but, uh, but did you have a plan? You probably didn't have a, a formulated well, plan. Well, I think for
0: him, that's I, – I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what he's saying is that – he's had his plan because he's knees deep into the industry and don't ever describe, I'm having a little fun with you uh, because you're 22, but I want to tell you something. I was 23 year old kid that walked into a um, IDS tower in downtown Minneapolis to take my securities or my, my life license. And I flunked it the first time. And when I was 24, seven days later, I went in and passed it. And then uh, six months later, I walked into that same building and took my six twenty six and 63 license in the financial services industry. And, um, I went into business where everybody told me you're 23, you look like you're 12. Well, at 52, I don't look like You solved that problem, Brian. I, I, I did Trust solve me. that. I, I turned gray, obviously. <laughs> but, but here's, here's my, here's my shout-out, and this is why you're actually on the podcast, Dylan, because you remind me a lot of me when I was 22, 23 years old. I was too dumb to quit, and I was too aggressive to be shut down, and I knew there had to be something more, and I wanted to uh, pursue my passion and winning in business. And I didn't have an outdoor industry, a company to offer me that opportunity. At that time, it was it was financial services. And I think it's super cool that you're chasing your dream. And I think it's cool that you saw us and said, wow, you guys help people make a plan. You help them strategize. You help them manage their points. You get them headed in the right direction. And, And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But that that's what attracted you to us. Is that right?
2: Yes, absolutely. I mean, and I would say the only thing to add to that is the like accessibility and having a dashboard where you can literally have everything put together for you is amazing in itself. Um, I I, I mean, when you are in one state and you're trying to figure out a border state like Colorado and then Utah and then South Dakota, then montana you start adding up all these different states and you're like oh my gosh this is so complex there's so much to all this and i mean i'm like avid with all this i will figure it out i'm determined i'm i want to do it myself but i will tell you what like the people that are out there that are just wanting to have this opportunity of going to hunt these different states just don't know about this i feel like or if they do they just don't know how to do any of it and that's what, that's what we're here for. Like that's, that's what rolling bones is all about. I feel like they're they're here
1: to put this together, not harder. Right. Yep. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing. I find that super interesting and, and, and it brings a lot, it brings forth a lot of credibility. And, and why I say that is because here's a Wyoming guy that is what other people would like to be. Right. Let's just, let's just take a snapshot of this picture. Dylan, you're 22 years old. When do you turn 23?
2: Uh, in a month.
0: Okay, so 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 almost 23 years old, um, 22 years old, a Wyoming guy, okay, lives it, okay? This has been his passion. It wasn't, it wasn't chasing sports and girls and drinking beer and um, raising hell on the back roads. His passion was this since he's been 16 years old. That's been pretty clear here on, on this podcast. And here you got a guy that eats this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and he's in a state – bordered by this everybody just check this out south dakota colorado utah and montana and there's one more that borders him idaho <laughs> so yeah. so you 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 don't you don't get more center influenced in big game hunting exactly. than than he is right go ahead speak to that
2: exactly no that is exactly it i mean i'm literally right in the middle of all of it and I still don't understand all of it. I mean, I'd love to sit here and say that I could, I could, you know, I I do know how to put in for a couple of these states here and there. But, I mean, you got people on the East Coast for crying out loud, like, hey, uh, what's it like to hunt in Wyoming? I have no idea because I'm born and raised over here. Well, so what's his preference point thing? Here. What's his bonus point of, thing?
1: What's a permit? Yeah. What's a
2: license? Yeah. Yeah, literally those, those are my, those are my DMS. And, and, and honestly, I get a ton of those messages, never even really thought about it until now. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's actually a service out here for those people. And for me, I use it personally too, because it benefits me. I mean, I'm literally, like you said, right in the middle of all of it. And I still don't, I still cannot grasp all of it because there's so much to it. It's so complex, all these different States. But there's a, a service out there that is literally here to help make your your help make you or help you out and chase your dreams, like I'm trying to do.
0: Well, that is really cool. Uh, I, I'm 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 a little. <laughs> I think we're all sitting here going, we couldn't have said it better. And from our perspective, we love to hear your perspective of it. Yeah, and even as a
1: Wyoming resident, you're somewhat limited because you you only you didn't totally get. Immersed in the preference point game because you could only put in for sheep and moose. Because as a resident, you don't have the other uh, preference point opportunities. So you just, you were just buying a tag or applying. Right?
0: Yeah. That's it. So that's exactly it. In Wyoming. So so and so now um obviously you're working with us as an advisor agent and uh are helping guide people through this. What are you seeing the biggest question is when when you're help because we're we're super proud of you by the way. I just I I love your enthusiasm. You're a very articulate young man um which and I, and there's no disrespect to your uh, um uh your generation, the one above you, um, the millennials, uh, have their own unique uh, set of uh, skill sets. Um, and uh, uh, how would I say that? Anyway, um, <laughs> skill set. So yeah, when um, you, when, I have a question when, too. When they, you're done. They, so so here's 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 a, here's a young man that is born been born and raised with um, digital stuff in his face. And he has went out and said, listen, I'm going to put elbow grease together to build a big Instagram page because I, I could, maybe I could be a Remy Warren. Maybe I could be a Nick Munt. Maybe I could be one of these guys, right? And 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 that's what he wants to do. And he, and he said that at the beginning. And now he's like, okay, here's what's lit me on fire is educating people. You know, I, people need a resource, and I'm seeing that opportunity. So then he says, listen, I'd like to be an advisor agent with you guys and start helping people. So my question. to to you is what are you seeing that their biggest what what are you you've been doing a great job building members getting plans together for them what have you seen that they're most ignorant on if you will is that is that is that the right question
2: sure i think um honestly i hate to be this guy but a lot of people are lazy anymore i mean they're they're super lazy Uh, I, I, I get that. And I'm not saying I'm not lazy in certain things, but when it comes to technology, they're lazy and they don't know, like they Uh. know how to do it, but they don't want to do it. And there are also people that are like, you know what, I probably could figure it out, but I'm going to watch like 10 YouTube videos and see if I understand it. And they'll just sit there and watch 10 YouTube videos out there and try and figure out, okay, i watched this guy put in. Okay. What about this guy? Like, so I would say like as far as people reaching out, they say, hey, I have no clue what I'm doing. Uh, what's it like hunting over there or how do I gain points or how do I do this? And a lot of them are like do-it-yourself type people that reach out to me because that's what I do is I, I tend to like to do lots of different hunts and figure things out myself. So what's your I'm demographic never... on
1: your Instagram account? Who, who are the what, – what would a typical follower
2: be? Like, who are they? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, Actually, I would say, um, honestly, there's kind of, I know and I don't know. Um, There's a way of kind of seeing where a lot of these followers are from and who they are. Obviously, I get to meet a lot of cool people like the Hunt Expo. You get to meet a lot of those type of cool people. But as far as, uh, I would say probably the majority of them are just regular, everyday, um, do-it-yourself, type hunter your age
1: older grandpa's age here most
2: of the time they're they're probably going to be actually my average age range right now is like
1: 33 to 35 years old 33 so they've got enough uh, ability to go and do more of these western hunts they've got a little more stabilized so how about you're with people who are reaching out to you for your uh Care, skill, and expertise as a Rolling Bones uh, booking agent and concierge agent. What's that demographic looking like right now?
2: Um, honestly, it's really similar. Same thing. I will say yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same thing. I will say that like, uh, I get a lot of young kids that reach out to me that are when i say young kids i hate to be that guy i'm the same age as these young kids (laughs) no no no. listen i uh, we
0: totally get it we were all young kids he was 28 out of college you know because he's a dentist so he you know he had the he had the slow start um because he had the long road for his education but um we you know for me i was 24 23 you know So, um, uh, but we all have a learning curve because even though you're young and those kids that you're calling kids are reaching out to you, we get it. But guess what those kids are going to do in the next four years, they're going to get education and experience and jobs, and they're going to start scratching their way up. And eventually they're going to be our audience and our clients too. So we love those young people. We love those young
1: people. And that's the perfect time to get started. I mean, if you can just start and you can pick a place to start and get your toe in the water, and that's right. what's that's where the benefit of getting a guy like you is, and that's where Dylan, yeah. from an
0: advisor perspective, yeah. I remember this. Like, so I got to tell a quick story. You know, it, it's hard to believe because he's he's me a little bit about being grandpa, da 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 da, and so. Because here's the reality. I didn't know I was going to get old this fast. Is that what they said? That I didn't, know I <laughs> did, gonna, did, didn't know getting old would this, happen t- so, so fast. fast right? <laughs> and so, because yesterday I was 23 years old, and I remember going into people's houses, and I would uh, um, get a referral, and I would go be their investment advisor. Or maybe it was a, a booking agent, and this time I'm, I'm going to be their hunt consultant or their application advisor. Well, either way, they're, they're like 33. 40 years old and I'm 23 and they're going, uh, Hey, so young guy, uh, why would I go with you? And I, 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 I used to not know what to say. And so then, um, and having been in sales all my life too, and become, and having became a professional sales trainer, I had to come up with scripts. I had to write this stuff down, digest it so I could articulate it. So I used to say <laughs> th- I, this was always my lean, uh, go to, Right. So I have the same licenses, the same credentials, and the same expertise as a guy that's 45. The difference is, okay, the difference is I have 25 more years of being aggressive at managing your book of business, and they probably only have 7 to 10. Do you want to invest with a guy that has 7 to 10 before he's retired, or do you want to invest with a guy that's going to be able to make it all the way through your retirement? Which one, Brian Leslie?
3: Well... I would ones. take the younger one, That's right. right. And, and and while he's in
0: bed at night, I'm going to be working because I'm still trying to find my edge, and they're past their prime. Go ahead. Do business with me. I dare you. So anyway, I love it because that's you right now. Why would right. – listen, I, I'm 52 years old. I want to have some guy that's young and aggressive that wants to read all night, and he wants to be on Instagram finding out every little advantage. And so he goes, listen, we're going to change your application strategy. I work with Rolling Bones. I'm a young guy, 22. I'm up all night long. Man, I love this thing. I drink Monster for a living. I got this thing figured out. I go run up and down all these hills. I know the best place for you to apply for hey,
1: You need well, to slow a down less caffeine. Muscatine. This will really <laughs> screw them up if you're, if well, you're talking that fast on That's 2X. a
0: 22-year-old kid, huh? <laughs> Huh? Yeah, yeah, Brian Wolf's like, wow, this is amazing. You no, know,
2: and the one thing I will kind of add to that is like, that's definitely me for sure. I mean, you're you're definitely that's that's for sure me. Um, I love to I love to like m- look forward in my life and just like move along quick. So, Obviously, how many people? Um, how many
1: people do you think you'll influence in the next five years w- with what your skill set is now? Oh, sky's the limit, <laughs> man. Sky's –
0: I mean, this – Yeah, I would hope Crazy. thousands. Thousands.
1: I would hope – I mean, what Yeah, what, things what have else changed so much, haven't they? Why
0: couldn't he have an application business with us and a booking business bigger than Hunt and Full in the next two years?
3: Who's that? Could happen.
0: No, seriously. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the opportunity we've provided. Yeah. That's what we have. And and uh, I'm I, Dylan, we're super proud of you. We're proud to be in business with you. Um, You know what what I find
3: ironic, Dylan, just a little bit. So my brother-in-law and my sister live in Casper, right? And you you two have a little bit of something in common in that, um, you know, my my brother-in-law likes to fish probably more than hunt. And I've fished with him in Wyoming many, many times. But sure. he, he does not like to be around a lot of people, right? So I can tell you how many times we've driven an hour and a half north to Outlaw Canyon, past all the parking lots because there was one car in the parking lot, and that ruined it. <laughs> he'd rather be the only boat on Pathfinder or the only guy at Gray Reef, and he'd pass it and right. go to the other place. And yet, yeah. here you are, you know, kind of the same way, but you have this virtual crowd of people around you all the time. I just find that ironic. It's finding a niche and how to communicate with them. That's the key.
2: Right. No, I get it. I think my main thing is just trying to, you know, share my passion with people in hopes that somebody else out there feels the same way about it. You know, like I'm kind of, it's cool and all, even it, it, I don't care who follows me really, but if there's a guy out there that his passion is hunting, He loves pursuing Jesus. He loves the outdoors. He loves God's creation. He loves that kind of stuff, and he sees a guy like me out here doing it and living the dream. Uh, But that's my dream. I mean, that's well said. Well said. That's super. Yeah, that's (laughs) unbelievable. But but that's that's
3: where it's at, right? You share your passion, and that's what's infectious with people. You know, when when you when you have that genuine passion for something, you draw people to that,
2: right? It, it, yeah. Go ahead. The those other thing I've been—it's been on my mind for like 30 minutes since you've asked me, but that uh, the, the motivation side of things—I get I'm extremely motivated, and I get really motivated from negativity and. Uh, somebody like in this this is another Oh boy you
0: and i are kindred spirits you tell me i can't (laughs) you piss me off and i'm (laughs) gonna run it up your flagpole so many times you're getting sick and tired of seeing my flag ran up your pole actually
2: exactly it's funny i'm gonna i'm gonna give you an example i want to kind of pour out my heart to you guys a little bit just so you can kind of feel how it can be and my motivation there's a there's a group of guys or I, I guess I should say there's a there's a business owner here in Casper. I'm not going to say who it is because I'm not going to yeah, bash we, nobody. Yeah, we don't need to do that. But, but he he um he reached out to me several years ago, wanted to uh, wanted me to be an ambassador for him. And this was the company that I have like. I This was one of my goals is to be like helping this guy. He's pretty well known through Wyoming like amazing guy right and i was like 17 so i i was excited gung-ho motivated uh sell a lot of gear is what they what he has a lot of type of gears that you can sell like uh like hats shirts hoodies swag all that kind of stuff swag there's another wyoming term for you um anyways there you basically i sold a lot of it to a lot of people just around just by word of mouth and trying to get this brand's name out and every year that year, actually, I would say I only ended up shooting like a doe antelope and I really struggled that hunting season and he reached out out to me later on and was like, look, dude, I kind of like what we had going, but you're, you're young, you're motivated. And I think you're just too young to, to really understand all this kind of stuff. You're not like at a place that I want you to be um, You're mainly because of your age, and I think you you have a lot of the good things going for you. But we need to separate our partnership. And I was like, and he's like, it's not personal, it's just business. And I was like, okay, how is that not personal? Saying I'm too young to do this, I'm literally the most. No, it was active. personal, you're brother. You're too young. You're not getting your yeah. free stuff. He, most- <laughs> he did
0: not have a good script of telling you to go off. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, literally, literally. And I was like, dude, like. I literally have been the most active guy on your squad, promoting your gear, selling the crap out of it to my audience. And here you are saying, oh, yeah, you don't kill big animals because you're too young. Like, literally, those were his works. Someday you'll and be I'm bigger like- than
0: Cameron Haynes.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, that's not who it was. But, uh, uh,
0: yeah, make that clear. <laughs> I understand that. But I, I, we can have a little fun with this, right? Hey, you yeah. know what? I had a guy tell me you're never going to make it. You know what he said? He said, um, what you're doing is really cute. Um, you're probably with the wrong company. Probably wouldn't make it. And honestly, you have a meat science degree. You have no place in this industry. That's what he said to me. You know what? Um, 30 years later, he 41 brands later, huh? 1,100. <laughs> hey, I just had a guy this weekend. He was tw- a young guy, maybe 30 years old, and he was uh, uh, beaking Crested. off like a little rooster to me that he's got $45 million under management. And um, he's like, I'm just crushing it. I'm a big guy in the financial advisory business. And I go, yeah, I'm familiar with the financial advisory business. And he says to me, oh, yeah, you are? Yeah, well, I got $45 million. And he goes, what do you have? And uh, are you an advisor? I said, said, I said more, didn't you? And I I I, I, I I, when i give him the number it was it was uh it was a good day for reckoning yeah <laughs> he offered to buy it from you though yeah arrogant so
1: anyway well well that's pretty cool though um, so
0: so hold on we let, i i interrupted you finish the story so so um how big is his instagram page and how big is yours
2: uh let's just say i think his is like 20,000 followers and that was all thanks to me too uh, uh but yeah 20,000 like followers it is. And so I'm probably more than triple his page right now. Um, I don't sell gear. So that's not really, there's not really any comparables there. The dude will go out and kill big animals every year. So he's got all the props for putting all the hard work in there. But I will say that he's way older than I am. And I know for sure I'm a lot more ahead than he ever was my age. So
0: Well, good for I you, mean, young man.
2: That's the way I got to stay motivated. And, and when people – I get these kind of messages really kind of a lot actually from a lot of people that I, I'm not one to boast on social media or anything like that. But when people like say, you know what, you're really young. I can't be following a 22-year-old punk kid. I'm like, okay. Don't well, follow me. Don't yeah, don't <laughs> follow me. I mean, I've got an audience that's, that likes watching, and if you don't like it, that's up to you. But thanks for the motivation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there that's, you go. we're we <laughs> right.
1: Put your he, nose back down and keep plugging away. Exactly. One step after another, exactly. right?
0: Well, I got to tell you, the, the cool thing is for all of us sitting here uh, at this table and having you mic'd in on our computer and seeing you tonight is uh, I, I just I guess want to add a couple things in wrapping this up. Number one, thanks for being on, Dylan. We really appreciate it. And we're excited to support you in growing your agency with us and uh, help support your as big an audience as you can get, have great access to applications and to build their dashboard. And you know what? We believe in your expertise. More than your expertise, we believe in your enthusiasm for the outdoors, your love of God, and uh, um, your willingness to go out there and test yourself every day and continue to deliver and expose yourself to failure because that's what real business owners do, and that's what Absolutely. you do every day. And we're, we're proud, and and we, we, we hope that you – we want to support you. Go get thousands of members and deliver uh, dream hunts and application services – and help your, uh, you know, um, your uh, um, your social media reach continue to grow, and have you becoming an icon in an industry. And if there's any way we can support that with what we're doing, it makes us a symbiotic relationship, and that's pretty damn awesome. You're you're a great young man. Um, it was fun meeting your wife. And uh, um, that little baby in the stroller when you were walking away from yeah. the, the expo, um, mm-hmm. it, it'd give my wife goosebumps because it made us very proud to be in business with you. So I just right. want to tell you that we appreciate you getting on here tonight. Thank you. And one more time, it's what is it? Hunt A fish hunt? Y-O. Fish hunt Y-O, yep. Fish Hunt wild. go give him a like. Go follow him. Hey, listen, if you're listening to this and go, I want to work with a young advisor because, Brian, you're old and uh, Brett Miller is old <laughs> oh, and, and Brad's old and I want a young guy like him to be my advisor, then we want you to work with him. Give him a call. Get a dashboard going. Let him show you uh, um, what our membership can do to get you started in hunting the outdoor industry. So, yep. uh, um Shoot me a DM. Shoot him a DM. We would love that. So, listen, we appreciate everybody listening, as always. Before we go, I just wanted to take a second and say thank you very, very much. Each week we have new listeners coming on board. And uh, feel free to go back and listen to some of our past podcasts. You'll find them, I hope, very uh, uh, serving, uh, right? They have access, value, service, access, value, and education in all of them. Um, remember, we want to help you go on your next dream adventure any way we can. Yes, Bleep, go ahead. Did want to
3: mention that now you can actually access the the podcast from the website if you want to go to rollingbones.com. Yep, rollingbones.com. podcast, and then you can listen to any podcast there.
0: And then just hit that little square button with an arrow out of it and then put it on your home screen. <laughs> that's a play button. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. The one that's on the top that that you can add it to oh. your home screen. That one, Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. Come on.
3: Okay. Give me a little
0: credit. Hey, all right.
3: Yeah. I mean, we're immigrants to technology. We're not native
0: like Dylan. Uh, not, okay? not like Dylan. Right. No. Dylan woke up and he went, this is a part of my world. You're right. We are immigrants to it. So, anyway, add us to your um, home screen, and then all you got to do is click on us for full access and uh, make sure Dylan's your your advisor because he's young and energetic and ready to go. So, anyway, um, but we do have an exclusive hunt expedition layaway plan. That's right, help. We want to help you get on your next adventure. And if you're a Dylan Hyde and maybe you're just getting started in life and you say, How do I get out there to go on one of those elk hunts that you see him on on his Instagram page? Because I am not a Wyoming resident like he is. And maybe that's what you're thinking. Go ahead and get a hold of him, get a hold of one of us. We'll show you, we'll help you get a hunt expedition layaway plan. Pay your next trip a little bit over time. We have an amortization schedule. We can fit your budget, get you on your next outdoor adventure. If you're looking for full concierge service like a Johnson, Ankner, you know a Jim Bonano. Some of the guys that've been on this podcast, we have that covered too. But anyway, subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you find uh, your podcast. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many other locations. Leave us an honest rating and listen. Go to fishhuntyo.com. Give this young man a like. Direct message him and his wife. You'll be in great service with them. Um, he is an unbelievable advisor. He's uh, tearing it up with us. We love to have you on as an advisor and a consultant with our company. We're proud of our relationship. Until next week, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.